You're listening to Skull Crack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic Gathering podcast. I'm your host, David Wolf, and I'm joined here by... Kieran and Alan. And each and every week, we bring you all the latest magic news, as well as our tournament report, and of course, our deck of the week. Hey guys, how are you? Pretty good, magic out after this weekend. Oh yeah, played a good bit. A lot of magic. Yeah. Drinking and marching the magic over St. Patrick's Day weekend. Yeah. We went and played magic on Paddy's Day instead of doing any other we did Irish, Irish related activities. We yeah. drove the 1 1 snake tokens out of Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We well, had those running around. What a legend. Yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah. Helped us win the Grand Slam. What would uh, St. Patrick be if he was a legendary creature in magic? Boom. Green white. Green white and gold. So that's, that's green white. <laughs> I'd say he's a one one. Right. For two mana. Right, yeah. so green white. Yeah, he's a human cleric. cleric. Yeah. Yeah. Legendary creature. Yeah. And he has uh, protection from snakes. <laughs> yeah. And he's uh he's a twenty six thirty two power toughness. What you said he's a one one. Oh yeah, yeah. that is one one. Okay. No, but once he gets powered up by you know he gets, he gets plus twenty six plus thirty two when he's attacking. Why? Sorry, what's the twenty six thirty two? The counties. Oh, okay, right, 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 okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay, yeah. I like this though. We should. Uh, if you have thirty two yeah. lands on the battlefield, he becomes indestructible. Where are you? Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, maybe. Yeah, maybe he has protection from snakes. And Where uh, No, he. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> protection from. Uh, he was uh, a Brit though. White, 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 oh, yeah, blue, red true, yeah. creatures. White, blue, red creatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's ascend. He gets ascend. Well, he'd have to be a three-three, actually. I think for the whole shamrock thing. Even though it's a mana tree. Yeah, no. He, he. I think he'd be like, he'd be like, white, green, three, white, green hybrid. Okay. Yeah. Three-three. Yeah. Three-three. Yeah. All right. For, for three. Well, maybe okay. One white, green, white, green. He must have been pretty tough if he knocked all the snakes about. I suppose so. he's no man with a stick. Like, yeah, you know, that's not a three-three. But we're going for top-down synergy here. Okay. Top-down okay. yeah, design. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, protection from snakes. <laughs> and what else could he do? Whenever your opponent casts a spell, he put a 0-1 clover token on the battlefield. Oh, yeah. And then, and, and, oh, no, no, hang on. Like, Master Waves, like one of those, like, um, whenever opponent casts a spell, he put a 1-0 a clover token, and clovers get plus 1 plus 2. Now I feel like the clover tokens would have to do something. They tap for mana. Tap for each of, them, each of them taps for three mana. Yeah, each one is a black lotus. Yeah. Yes, there we go. Okay, green nice. lotus. Green, yeah, green, green, lotus. green shamrocks. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we've done Class. a great designer search. Class. Savage. It's over with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're all here, the three of us. Has anybody taken a look at some of the some of the designs? I did actually. The, they're they're very good. They posted yeah. up the the top eight. They posted. Um, all the, the designs that they made for mm-hmm. the for the trial mm. and also just today as well they posted up um, or Maro posted up an article where he singled out a few designs that he liked from yeah. people who almost made the top 8 cool some, some good stuff in there yeah some very confusing stuff as well yeah people going a bit overboard yeah like well people were doing stuff that you can't do but that's fine. That's you okay. To, you have to yeah. push the envelope. Yeah, but then the people are doing other stuff that's like 
super confusing. Mm. Like there was one that I think it was like two black, black, green, green. It was a sorcery, I want to say. It was a Sarah Angel. No, it was not Sarah Angel, actually. Because uh, <laughs> should have, should have been, should have been. Yeah. Um, no, it was, it was a sorcery, and it was like choose, choose three, and you were, you may choose the same one twice. I think. Oh yeah, twice. Uh, that's weird already. Or you, you may choose the same one any number of times. Sorry. Oh, okay. And it's graveyard hand battlefield, and then it's like if you chose hand, you have to reveal your hand. Sorry, each player gets to do this. Okay. And then you put a permanent or a permanent card from the first chosen zone into the second chosen zone. And then you put a oh. permanent or a permanent card from the second chosen zone into the third chosen zone. So, so, let, so if you choose, like, say, graveyard, hand, battlefield, then you put a creature from your graveyard into your hand and then from your hand, 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 hand off the, the battlefield. Yeah. But if you chose graveyard, hand... Graveyard. <laughs> oh, you would try you to, to swap, battlefield swap two things. Something like that, yeah, yeah. yeah. What if you or choose... you could graveyard, battlefield, graveyard, yeah. yeah. What if you choose something. battlefield, battlefield, battlefield? Maybe, maybe, it, maybe it doesn't work that way. I'm, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm recalling from memory here. Yeah. I don't know the specifics. <laughs> All right. You kind of say, like, evoke a creature if you go graveyard, battlefield, graveyard. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Well, or you can also, you know, like, if you have another creature on the battlefield, you can choose oh, that yeah. one. That yeah, one to yeah. suck. That's yeah, pretty cool. It's a, yeah, it's an interesting card. Yeah. And there was another one which I found very, very interesting. It was uh, it was a rare sorcery, four blue black, and it just says draw a card. Mm-hmm. But you may cast it from outside the game. Oh my god! Holy so you shit! Cast it from your sideboard. Cast it from your trace Is that weird? And then it goes into your graveyard. Yeah, that's is that super strange? <laughs> it's a cool design. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Well, that's very good apparently it, it started a big uh, debate in R&D about whether they would actually do that and if they did how much would it cost yeah they came down on they probably wouldn't do it but they had no idea how to cost it was that 15 year sideboard and then I mean the, the, the person who made it costed it at 6 yeah which I think is quite a lot but like I think that's about right it probably is about right yeah Yeah. just to have the ability to a cantrip in your sideboard it's weird <laughs> it's a sorcery yeah so. Oh, that's very interesting. It was mental, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, if anybody wants to have a look at that, I'll, I'll throw the link in the show notes, because uh, a lot of lot of good thinking in there yeah, for people who are into weird magic design and stuff. Cool. Maybe maybe they'll take some inspiration from these, and they could be used in the future, you never know. Because oh, okay. I'm pretty sure Wizards legally owns these, because yeah. they're not allowed to look at unsolicited material from outside. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if they solicit the material, maybe they get the rights to it, they're allowed to use it then. Yeah, because I think there have been cards before that were inspired by previous great designer search. Yeah, seasons. like I think um, Colorless Mana, Colorless Requirement, yeah. yeah. was came from great designer search too. Mm, yeah, something like that. Anyway, that's a cool article to have a look at. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this week we're going to talk a little bit about Masters Twenty Five, which was yes. just released. Uh, we're going to talk about Grand Prix Phoenix, which was modern, and we're going to give a tournament report of a PBTQ, which which we attended, which was standard. Yes. Uh, so we kick it off with Masters 25. So the set that we all love to hate mm-hmm. has now been released. Uh, Kieran, you said you would never touch it, but you did. <laughs> yes. Re- repeatedly. Yeah. Couldn't help Three yourself. Of it. No, it was just, we were there for the PBTQ and I didn't make top eight and there was a draft fire and so, and th- three people in the car made top eight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was like, I may as well draft. Exactly. And then by the time the draft actually started, everyone was out of top yeah, eight anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I don't know. Also just like, I kind of like supporting Reroll, like the story we're in, is just yeah. very good, and like anything I could do to spend a bit more money down there, I was happy to do. To yeah, be yeah, definitely. Yeah, 
and um, it was a very good price as well it was 25 euro 25 for, euro, for yeah. the draft no price worth yeah. but like it was excellent decent, yeah, yeah. yeah picked yeah. up a lot of stuff from the binders on the day as well that like just great prices and stuff like that anyone mm-hmm. who's passing through Navin I highly recommend checking out that store yeah, yeah very good very good shop um, any comment on what it's done to prices or have you guys noticed anything that it's done to prices well, I picked one of the things I picked up was a Vendillion click on the day, yeah, uh, and that was down from like twenty five euro to sixteen or something like that. Sweet for a copy, so that was pretty good. Uh, I think Blood Moons are down about. Yeah, yeah I picked up Blood Moons. Yeah, they're down, they're down about six or seven euro. Are they? Yeah, something, something like that. Like that yeah, yeah. Uh, Charles of the Void, not much change. I don't no, think. Yeah. No, it is a bit. Even pretty mythic as well. It didn't really have that much. But it's yeah. what thirty nine or something. Is that? I think it's thirty five now. Yeah, thirty five. That's how much good. is it before? They're well, like 45, 45 or something yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah, That's yeah. still a reasonable yeah. price. Yeah. Uh, online, they're a good bit cheaper. They're down to like 22 tickets online yeah. now or That's something. That's pretty good. Which is, which is pretty good. And yeah. I think Ensnaring Bridge is a fair bit cheaper online now as okay. well. Okay, sweet. Um, Jace, I don't think it's really affected the price, has it? A little bit. Maybe like a fiver down or something like that. Mm. Yeah, and online, because I just bought one today because I'm a fool online, they're down to like 54 tickets or something like okay. that. Okay, That's pretty reasonable, yeah. I guess. Yeah, well... It was more reasonable when I got them for six tickets. But, uh, <laughs> Definitely. No, that wasn't reasonable at all. Like, no, that was actually pretty unreasonable. Yeah, 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 true. Still, yeah, yeah. still, still kicking was... myself that I only bought two. Yeah. 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 What about like commons and uncommons? I think... Uh, City and Spirit Guide down yeah, a bit. Boros Charm. What is it? Blood Wraith. Sorry, Street, street Wraith. Yeah, Street Wraith. Street Wraith. Yeah, yeah I bought... Nothing. Blood Wraith. Blood Wraith. No, Blood Wraith. Street Wraith, yes. Street Wraith, yeah, yeah. They, I think they're down. They were a fiver before. What are they now? Like three or something? Two fifty? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Same with Simeon Spirit God, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. Ancient yeah. Stirrings. Is that? I imagine they're they've all gone down about the same amount. Probably. Yeah. 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 Swords, plowshares, other things of that nature. Swords gets printed in like all of these yeah. sets now. Though. Yeah. 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 So it's just constantly. Yeah. But it's yeah. still always a euro or like yeah. basically euro or two euro so, or whatever. Yeah. Best rule. Yeah. Pretty much. So from a financial perspective, eh, it's had a reasonable impact, I guess. But also, I did see the impact of already be temporary, like we saw other master sets. Probably, yeah. Uh, We're okay. seeing this more and more that the, the demand just bounces back to even yeah. higher afterwards. Yeah. So if you want your Chalice of the Voids or whatever, buy them this weekend, probably. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. they're going to start going back up immediately, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Um, could also be nice people who are building cubes. I don't know. This is the first time you can get some of the cards in foil. Yeah. Imperial yeah, Recruiter if you, if you want to splash out in a foil yeah. well you could get that in a foil already right you don't have to avoid the judge rewards there was, was a judge foil yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's not the same though no no, not quite the same set foils are the best I think yeah. In yeah. so what do we think about the uh, the draft format we, we all did a draft um, yeah it's fun I've done three drafts now because okay. I did I did one on Magic Online afterwards and three out and then I went I'll enter another one and then I Scrubbed out of that incredibly quickly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the draft we did in Reroll, that was my first time drafting it. Or I think I'd watched uh, Kenji Numathanomi on Twitch yeah. stream yeah. it like once or something like that, but I think I didn't even see the draft portion. I just saw him in a game already. Mm. And uh, it seemed like a lot of people were drafting sort of aggressive decks, mm-hmm. just sort of like pr- pretty standard vanilla aggressive decks. So I kind of knew that like going into it then that probably it's a bit harder to just do a bunch of nonsense like you can do with other master sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went into it kind of looking to draft a little bit more straightforward of a deck than I normally would in those formats. Um, I think I still got some nonsense in there, to be honest. I ended up as sort of blue-white, tempo-y deck with some counter spells and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Pretty normal. Had Armageddon. It was sweet. Yeah. Was class. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I think you'd still need to draft it like a curve or whatever in this in this set. Yeah, I was definitely conscious of having two drops and stuff yeah. like that, which yeah. is not something I worry so much about when I'm drafting Modern Masters or whatever. No, no. Yeah. I drafted like a black-white deck, and I got past like Living Death like halfway through the draft, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to take every Cycler that I can now. Yeah. yeah. Um, never got to cast it, unfortunately, but oh, no. sick combo. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. I had the sweet, uh, the, what's it called, the crab? Horseshoe crab. Horseshoe, Horseshoe crab. crab and... Yeah. Heavy, heavy Arbalist, Arbalist combo. Yeah. That was good combo. Good combo. combo. Yeah. Real. Yeah, I dropped a mono black. Um, nonsense. <laughs> I, I, I passed this Living Death. Uh, yeah. Living Death I, I Not remember. directly to me, but. No, yeah, there was, I think we're. I think there's like three people between us or something. Um, yeah, I don't know how nobody picked that up. Yeah, exactly. Because I think. An insane card. Yeah, because I, I was basically going. To, I, I was kind of. I started off black red, then just, I think black was just fairly open both sides of me. Um, yeah. And then I ended up going mono black, had loads of removal. Um, and I, I, was, I was kind of trying to nonsense. I think there's a point where I could choose to make it a fun, uh, a nonsense deck or like a strong deck with urban removal and stuff. Okay. Um, but because there's no stock prize support, I said, actually, we'll just try to, I'd like lots of Zulpur Putrotes and Sack Outlets and stuff, bringing stuff back from the graveyard to the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, my, the, the intention was to try and go infinite, but like I was trying to, try to go get a load of, um, uh, yes, get a load of life loss and life gain from that. Uh, but I think I should have just slammed that living death and just, uh, the board. Yeah, there was like a lot of times where I was just looking at the board and I was like, if my next draw is Living Death, I just win the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It never happened. <laughs> so yeah. sad. Like I got, I, I took, I got four. I think like in terms of how, how open black was, I had three murders and three um, disfigures and four vampire lacerators. Wow. But vampire lacerators is not as good as I thought it was. It turns out, kind of gets worse in multiples. Yeah. Well, you're more likely to beat them down to be less than ten life if uh, you have a one in turn one, two in turn two, and two in turn two. Yeah, I mean, if you, have, if you play three of them in the first two turns, but, like, if you play two of them early and then your opponent plays a three-toughness creature, the more of them you have on the board is the worse, is yeah, worse for yeah, you. Yeah. Just disfigure before damage. Yeah, you can do that. Sure. Yeah, well, yeah, but definitely, <laughs> it is a, it says a lot better when, like, it's a card that can potentially, potentially just kill you if uh, they yeah, get a tree tree. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. I also had a, not Egg Raiders, I was calling them Egg Raiders all day, Erg Raiders. <laughs> Erg Raiders? Erg Raiders. Yes, tree, yeah. Yeah. That also can kill you. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. my, my, I'd... My theme was cards that kill me was uh, <laughs> the theme of my deck. Um, Great. I also had oh, what's it six mana five five uh, pro white. Uh, yeah, pretty good. What's that guy? I can't uh, remember what it's called. Irish Shad's Shade. Oh, it's Sandshade. It's, it's Sandshade. Sandshade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is there it's a six few... mana? I thought it was five mana. No, six mana. Three black, black, black. That was two black, black, black. No. Ooh. Okay. I don't no, know. Maybe, maybe I was playing too much for it. I think it was six. It was six. Okay. Okay. Five mana five five sounds too much, right? Was yeah, maybe yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There's a good few random protection Sadly. creatures in this set. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it is pretty odd. Like, yeah, and the the draft I did online, I first picked Anamar. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and then I went into just like the Arbor Elves Utopia Sprawl deck. I had three Arbor Elves and three Utopia Sprawl. Oh my god. Uh, and then I had a Cultivate, an Ash Barons, which is still worth four tickets online, by the way. Which oh, is yeah. crazy. I picked up a good few of those in the draft. Yeah, that's good. Um, and it's really nice value. Uh, and then I had. Uh, a Crows and Tusker as well mm-hmm. uh, so yeah. that was able to get me my lands and three of the games in my three matches I cast turn two Animar, Wow, which God. is pretty sick that's definitely above expectation Yeah, but with three Ar- Arbor Elves and three Utopia Sprawls I just had such a good chance for like an insane start I was just yes. like mulliganing for, for that basically yeah yeah, yeah 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 pretty good. that strategy seems pretty good <laughs> it's like you can do some pretty crazy stuff you can cast like Pillage on turn two or whatever yeah I got pillaged multiple times uh, in yeah. one of my games and it wrecked me yeah <laughs> especially if you have any kind of greedy mana base just splashing any colours or whatever I mean yeah. the, the land can't be regenerated what are you going to do this is correct yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> that 5-3 regenerator is super annoying, by the way. The, the Twisted one. Abomination. Twisted Abomination. Oh, yeah, yeah. That card's really tough to beat. It is quite good, actually, yeah. yeah. Another card that I think is pretty good is Ghost Chip. Oh, yeah. yeah. Triple Blue is kind of tough. Triple Blue is tough to regenerate it, yeah. yeah. But, eh, whatever. Yeah, the, the set... In general, it does feel pretty vanilla, like people are calling it like Corset Masters or whatever. Okay. Like yeah, you end up playing true. a lot of morph creatures and just sort of like combat tricks. Very good combat tricks, like mm. Giant Growth is in the set and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, so yeah, it does feel like like pretty much all my games in that ramp deck online, I, I was just winning with Colossal Dreadmaw or, you know, Woolly Loxodon mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just kind of big, big vanilla creatures yeah, or whatever beaters. that I ramped into. So it's kind of good in one sense because it's kind of like more normal games of magic and more like classic games of magic and it is more reminiscent of kind of like as a masters 25 set you are playing with these kind of classic creatures or whatever and yeah. and, and having kind of like more kitchen tabley decks you know yeah. from back in the day or whatever so i think it kind of succeeded on that front and it is fun magic as well the games definitely probably feel closer than the games in a lot of other master sets mm-hmm. because like because the decks are such nonsense in other master sets sometimes you, someone has a start and you literally just can't beat it because yeah, of what yeah, they're yeah. doing you know so I feel like that doesn't happen as much in this set um, yeah I don't know if I'll be drafting it again but it was it was it was a good draft experience for a couple yeah, drafts yeah, yeah definitely yeah. I feel like this is kind of consistent with the experience you've had previously with other master sets where we've drafted them like twice or three times when they first come out yeah and then that's it uh, and, and, that's, and a lot of that is yeah probably three to maximum like yeah uh, and, and a lot of that just comes down to the price of, of doing it um, and it's a shame that like they they talk about how like, when Wizards develop these sets they talk about how yeah it's important to have good, good reprints and sort of, but it's also important to have a good draft experience but it's, it's draft experience that people are experiencing so it's like you know, not many times yeah uh, you kind of wonder like well, well, all, all the effort went into making it a coherent um, experience and you know what's well, what's it for yeah, it is very annoying to, to me that the price point has not changed. Yeah. Um, it just really doesn't feel worth it to do these draft experiences more than once or twice. Yeah, no, definitely not. Um, so yeah, most of the boxes of this are just being cracked by store owners or just being speculated on and just put in a cupboard somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was fine. You can do phantom drafts online for 10 tickets if you really want to check it out, I guess. But, you know, you're not missing out on that much either way. Yeah. Ten takes for a phantom draft, though. Ten takes for a phantom draft, yeah, and if you go 3-0, you get 150 points. Woo! <laughs> it's not the yeah, best, like, yeah. That is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so let's move on to Grand Prix Phoenix. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was on this weekend, and was won by, let me have a look here, I think it's Steve Locke is the guy's name. Yeah, pretty insane. This guy... Yeah. I think he has entered two GPs in the last year, and he's won both of them. Yeah, oh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> which is pretty he's ridiculous. Won the last one, Black Zombies. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah. And yeah, so he's playing humans. Uh, let me check here if there's any kind of spice in his list. I had a look at it. I don't think there really was. Yeah. To be honest, I think no. he was just playing a fairly standard list. He has a dark confident and a dark, dark feet daredevil in the main. Dark feet daredevil is pretty sweet. You, I think yeah. people have started playing that. And a Mirren Crusader in the main? Yeah, I mean, that's you just expect a lot of John right? I think there was another list. Um, it was either at this GP or in the Modern Challenge. I think it might have been in the Challenge that had three Mirren Crusaders. Wow. In the main? main. God, yeah, that's, yeah. that's pretty insane against John. Yeah. Um, hostage Taker in the sideboard. What do we think about that? Takes their ensnaring bridge. 
does. Yeah, yeah. that's it, basically. Yeah. Jesus, that is pretty good. And then, like, it's, you know, obviously, uh, Shaker is very good when it's very bad when your opponent has Bolt or spot removal. But yeah. if, it's, if you're against a um, Lantern, then it's very less likely. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just for problematic artifacts, I think, because, like, with your mana base, you just can't really cast any non creature spells. So you yeah. just yeah. have to find humans that do the job you want to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, if we look at the. If we look at the sideboard here, it's like 11, 11 humans and then two dismembers and two graft diggers cage. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, I mean, uh, th- those those cards that he's casting, the the instants or the, the, the two instants and the two artifacts, they have very forgiving casting costs. Even then, if you just have ancient cigarettes, you might not yeah, be able to cast, can't them. Even cast them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. But, uh, I mean, most of the time, he'll still be able to cast them. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, another another strong finish for humans. Humans is just a great deck. It's like, yeah. I mean, you can call it a tribal deck or whatever. It has a couple of tribal cards, but it's just like honestly like a really good kind of toolkit deck. Yeah. While, while being aggressive enough that like you you can win matchups that that would be bad for like a court of calling deck basically. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's just aggressive and destructive. Um, that yeah. You can you can again and like 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 you know when you describe it like toolbox, it's like it. There's so many different things you can do against so many different in so many different matchups. Mm-hmm. You can disrupt uh, your opponent in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I say, I mean, maybe there's very few bad matchups for this uh, because either you, because you are proactive and you are disrupting your opponent's proactive strategy. Yeah, yeah like, kind of more folky. Yeah, like one yeah, of the matches, uh, one of the matches I saw on stream. I don't know if it was Steve Locke playing or someone else, but he was playing against uh, Kiki Cord, uh, and his opponent went for the Kiki combo, and. He was able to, in response, uh, Aether Violin a Reflector Mage and bounce yeah. the Restoration Angel in in response to the, yeah. the Kiki, yeah. Kiki yeah. activation, and that just like won the game on the spot. Yeah. And it's like, it's just not something you'd think that this creature deck would be able to do at instant yeah. speed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. This Reflector Mage is such a crazy card. Like, yeah. it still, it still mm-hmm. is. I mean, it's also just like the disruption is just insane when you have Kite Freebooter into Meddling Mage. Yeah. So you get yeah. to look at their hand first, and then you just have perfect information of what to name and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it's a big reason why Storm isn't being played at the moment. Although Storm has come back a little bit, it's yeah. like it, if you literally just can't beat Meddling Mage game one. Yeah. 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 You're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> exactly. God. Um, it's also interesting that the sideboard is is so configurable because there's so many humans in Magic, mm-hmm. yeah. so it's like you can get like so many different effects. Obviously, we've seen a lot of the interesting ones already, like. Zathra Necromancer and Hostage Taker or whatever mm-hmm. Dire Daredevil or what was the other one that people were playing? Kessie uh, Malcontents yeah. yeah the three one so stuff like that yeah. uh, but I'm sure there are cards out there that are kind of under the radar that people like maybe one guy in your shop know, you know has a sweet human sideboard that like nobody else has thought of yet yeah, just definitely, like, yeah that's it. wrecking people with it or whatever Yeah, yeah. it's a, definitely an appeal to the deck Um we did also have like four more copies in the top thirty two, so I think mm. it was one of the one of the more represented in the top thirty two. Um I think probably the other ones that were most represented were there was a couple of Affinity, a couple of Storm, a couple of Black Red Hollow One, um few uh, I think it's two Jund and like three or four Blue Moon. Yeah. Um it's the deck I just built on Magic Online. Probably. And any particular reason why do you feel it's uh, a meta game, or you just want to use your Jace? I just wanted to play a Jace deck, basically. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. it's like I think it is the best Jace deck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it's that or Grixis, but basically you want to have a game plan where you're doing something proactive. Yeah, that 
you're not just relying on Jace, and if you're able to play your Jace and they kill it, then you're able to just, you know, through the breach of them or whatever and win yeah. the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and it's nice. I mean, my, the, the only match I've played with it so far was against Storm, and uh, they just didn't really have a chance. I just yeah. had hands full of spell snares and spell pierces and snapcasters and romans and stuff like that. Pretty good. Uh, but the deck is really fun. I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I had the sweet play of uh, bouncing my own Snapcaster and then replaying it to, to bolt my opponent for yes. lethal. Yeah, Jealous feels good. Always a good one. Yeah. Classic. Um, this, the the second place list uh, was Jund. Mm-hmm. Uh, very very stock Jund here. I don't don't really see anything that jumps off the page um, as being particularly out of the ordinary here. But he did have a very good... Uh, semi-finals match this guy Pearson Lachlan is his name I think yeah. and uh, he had a very interesting semi-finals match with Matt Nass who was on the uh, Crack Clan Ironworks combo deck Yeah. Um, and I think it was, it was Matt Nass had like five topters or something he had a hanger back walker on like seven counters and it, it broke and so he had seven topters he had to chump with two of them to avoid dying and then uh, Pearson Lachlan was on six and he had a scavenging ooze out, but there was no creatures left. In the, there was one creature in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Nass swung for five. And then in his upkeep, Pearson uh, exiled the last remaining creature in the graveyard, went up to two, and then revealed an Inquisition off Bob. Wow. <laughs> and was able to swing so for lethal. Yeah, it, was, it was very, uh, it was a nail-biter. Yeah. Um, so stuff with that off, with, with Dark Confidant, is always always really fun and yeah. interesting to watch. Yeah, and Twitch loves shit like that. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bob's off. Also, there was one one moment in the in the quarterfinals where I think uh, there was there was one turn where Matt Nass may have played two lands in a turn. Mm. He didn't, I think. He didn't in the end. Yeah, okay, yeah. but people thought that he might have. Yeah. And Twitch chat just for the next like forty five minutes was just like, "Oh, Matt Nass got DQ'd," and then everyone <laughs> you see the little comments popping up like, "Did Matt Nass get DQ'd? What happened? What? Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. It was just like a self perpetuating like, "Oh my god, Such it was a terrible." Cesspit. God. Yeah, uh, but I mean. Fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun to watch episode. Yeah. I believe he did make one gameplay error which wasn't caught, but someone made a Reddit thread about it where okay. he sacked three of his artifacts to his Crack Clan Ironworks to yeah. play a second Ironworks or something like that. Or okay. I can't remember what he was playing, but he one of the things he was sacrificing was a scrap trawler. Uh, right. And he put three scrap trawler triggers on the stack when he did it, mm-hmm. which, which isn't possible because. No matter what order you do it in, the scrap trawler will never be able to see all three of the artifacts being sacrificed since it's one of the oh, artifacts being sacrificed. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Like if you sacrifice it first, it obviously won't see the next two because it's yeah. already in the graveyard. And if yeah. you sacrifice it last, it can't see itself. Or I can't remember exactly how it was working. Yeah, because okay. yeah, you can't sack things simultaneously, right? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, even though you're using the Crack Clan Ironworks as a mana ability, mm-hmm. uh, you still have to resolve the mana ability. On the stack. Yeah, well, you put it on the stack. Well, no, because the way it works is you're using it as a mana ability, so you will cast your spell, and then the Scrap Trawler triggers will go on the stack okay. in response mm-hmm. to the spell you're casting. But you st- you can't sack the three things literally at the same time even though it's a mana ability you still have to sack them one after the other yeah. even though you're paying the cost for a spell so basically he gave himself one too many scrap trawler triggers okay. because he thought you could just say 
I'm paying for this spell, sack th- these three artifacts, mm. I get three triggers, basically. Okay, okay. Uh, there was a big, long, involved thread about it on Reddit. It was, like, quite complicated, and there were a good few judges weighing in and stuff like that, and okay. there were, like, people referring to different sections of the rules and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. It was one of the more contentious kind of threads on Reddit I've seen. Okay. Um, I didn't see this at all. Yeah, it was very interesting. Okay. So, well, uh, Ironworks Combo is a very interesting deck, um, and a good few pros decided to play it this weekend. Um I, I I believe there's some like added redundancy that came into it or something like that recently. Apart from Scrap Trawler. That's like, maybe it's just Scrap Trawler. That's been around for ages. Yeah, it's been around for a year, I guess. So. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know, there was some reason why a few pros decided to, to play it this weekend. Hmm, I'm not sure. Yeah. It's strange, yeah. Let me have a quick look at the list, see if there's anything interesting or recent. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, basically you just play a load of uh like eggs and Clan Ironworks and you eventually just build up an, a mass amount of mana that, and then you hardcast Emrakul yes basically yeah. hardcasting Emrakul is the best way to get Emrakul into play it's true because you get to take another turn yeah. <laughs> it's unkendrable yeah yeah like Clan Ironworks is a 4 mana artifact and it says sacrifice an artifact add 2 to your mana pool yeah yeah. so you just like you just generate lots and lots of generic mana or colorless mm-hmm. mana or whatever yeah. and um yeah, then you can just hard cast um, Emrakul, and all, all your all your artifacts. Well, many of them can't trip when they die, like yeah. Acre Wellspring. Like uh, draw oh, yeah. a card when it comes in, and when it when it goes to the graveyard, um, Chromatic Star as well, stuff yeah. like that. And then use Scrap Trawler to to keep getting them back to your hand as well. Yeah, and you um, just keep recasting them, generate mana, draw more cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so Scrap Trawler triggers when it dies. Is that? Yes, yeah, Scrap right. triggers whenever it or another artifact you control is put okay. into a graveyard. Yeah. So you return to your hand an artifact card in your graveyard with lesser converted mana cost. Okay, right. So if Scrap Trawler goes in, you get back, let's say, Icar Wellspring, which is two mana. Mm, yeah. Uh, and then if Icar Wellspring goes in, you get back, say, Chromatic Star, which is one mana. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, yeah, I can't remember the exact thing. And then Chromatic Star can get you back Mox Opal. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember the exact thing that Manas did or something, but it was basically like his targets for the Scrap Trawler couldn't have all been in the graveyard, okay, or right. something like that. For sure, right. yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I see. Yeah, so that's Quark Clan Arcs. And it also plays um, Buried Ruin, which is an interesting... I think this yeah. is the innovation, I, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So Buried Ruin is like, it's a, it's a land, you tap to add one, and you can play two tap, sacrifice it to return an artifact from your graveyard to your hand. So obviously the... the one of the easier ways to disrupt mm-hmm. the combo is to just destroy the ironworks. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, unless they, you know, hopefully they can't go off in response. Well, they, they need mm-hmm. to be able to cast things at sorcery speed, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so that's... Uh, there, there were a lot of copies of that. I'm not really 100% sure why. Yeah, These pros strange. thought it was um, a good choice for the weekend. I don't know. It's hard hard to interact with, I guess, if everyone's on like jund mid rangey decks. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you know, can't kill you that fast. You can go off on turn three, I think. Yeah. So like, even if they thought to use you a few times, you don't really care all that much because yeah. most, most of your cards don't do anything. Yeah. Um, like Maelstrom Pulse is the only other card they have that does anything to you. Yeah. So yeah. 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 I, mean, I guess this is a favorable against both Jund and Tron. Not um. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. it's like people are, are like we got like last week we talked about there was so much Jund at the GP. Yeah. Uh, GP Madrid so then the next so the next level is people being drawn to fight mm-hmm. Jund and then this just happens to fight Bodum yeah it's really good against Tron yeah um, like even if you get like an Ironworks into play and you can't go off that turn 
even if they play turn three Karn, mm. you can just sack the Ironworks in response. Yeah. So it's yeah. just get exiles. And get it back. And yeah, back yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah just, just being able to go off at instant speed uh, in such an unfair way uh, mm. really kind of hurts strong. Yeah, strong. yeah, exactly. Um, also in the top eight, we have, what do we have here? Uh, fourth place, we have Nightfall. Um, oh, yes. But actually, it had had the Devoted Druid, Vizier of Remedies combo in it as mm. well. Why not? Um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's already, it's, color, it's, it's, yeah, it's banned, so <laughs> yeah. I guess. Um, that also had two copies of Jason there. Not Again, not, why not, not too sure a, why. Yeah, that's, that <laughs> it's is a new deck. That is right. Yeah. Well, Knight of the Reliquary and Jace go pretty well together. It gives you a shuffle effect when you... <laughs> Use nine. Yeah, yeah seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I suppose so. Yeah. And like yeah, yeah. Jace likes having lots of fetch lands. Knight having lots. Like Knight likes ha- Knight likes having lots of fetch lands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it protects your Jace. You know, it's just very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true. Uh, bring to light scape shift fifth. Mm-hmm. No, it's kind of strange. Also yeah. with two Jace. Yeah, this became the more popular version of Scape Ship for a while, and then people kind of went back to red green like last like last year, year and a half ago. Mm. Um, but now with Jace being there, I was actually saying this to Keen at the PBTQ. I was yeah. like, I think Bring to Light is kind of the place to be. Because um, yeah, so before your your cast Bring to Light to go get um, actually Scape Ship itself, isn't it? Was, well, you get loads of stuff. Yeah, yeah but my before I say before Jace was like Scape Ship was your main target. Well, obviously you can get it whatever you need. Well, it's still your main target. Yeah, like, that's, and then. Yeah. Now you have Jace as well. You have Jace as well, but like you always had like kind of toolboxy stuff to go get with Bring to Light. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you'd have like Obstinate Bailoth or whatever. Stuff sure. Like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, Jace just makes all these decks a lot better, I think. Yeah. And it's a Cryptic Command deck, I presume, as well. It is. Yeah. No way. We also so have, have uh, Madcap Experiment, Platinum Experion, uh, Imperion in the sideboard. That's cool. Yeah, the, the yeah. blue red deck as well, you were saying. That we were looking at has that on the sideboard as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so. board into a different combo. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's something that everyone's gonna have to be aware of. I guess yeah. going yeah, forward, yeah. all these blue red decks are yeah. just gonna like might maybe have that in the in the sideboard. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah. sweet combo. Yeah. Um, then we have green white hate bears. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Oh yeah, green and yeah. green and taxes. Green and taxes, exactly. Yes. So the green is for noble hierarch, scavenging ooze, voice of resurgence, kitchen finks, I guess. And Kasali Pride Mage on the sideboard. Yeah. Does it have company? No. Uh, no company. It has Etherwile. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a wild deck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it also has three copies of Mirren Crusader, which obviously, as we said, is very good in this yeah, John, yeah. John Heavy metagame. Definitely, yeah. I mean, that's basically why you play this deck, I guess, right? Yeah, I suppose Turn, so. turn two Mirren Crusader is just Whoa. such a beating. Yeah. It's really sweet. I don't really like this deck very much, though, to be honest. It's like very much a meta call. It's never going to be that powerful. Yeah, I think about all the all the taxes decks. The power yeah, level is is very low. You're just yeah, yeah. disruptive and yeah. I mean, you, it hinges so much on Talia uh, and the yeah. Arbiter, uh, yeah. which is not very different from the black and white, uh, the black version. Yeah. No. What 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 is different here than over the black version? Oh, the green cards. Well, obviously, the green <laughs> cards. Yes. Uh, I mean, you get but, ramp from what what from noble. Yeah, yeah. But what what are the what are, what are the black cards that are usually played in in death and taxes? Do you guys have any idea? Um, you see like Bob a lot of the time. Yeah. Okay. It's like card draws, nice. Oh, value cards. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You see like removal spells, Wasteland Strangler and the Eldrazi yeah. version. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, trying, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of like the ones that are black-white without Eldrazi, but... Oh, yeah, Tide Hollow's Colour, I guess. One, yeah, yeah. Tide Hollow's Colour for sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so I guess just the more kind of, yeah, rampy and slightly more beat-down-y like voice resurgence good against controlling decks. Yeah, yeah, so I was Kitchen Things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, kind of, so, you know, it's like, yeah. Kind of, yeah. And also, also good against Burn, so you're covering a couple of different bases. Yeah. 
Um, Kitchen Fink's kind of okay against Chund, I guess. It's good. It's good, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, it helps you try to match their two-for-ones. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I mean, like, a lot of the time they can kill it and then just uh, eat eat it with scavenging ooze in response to the trigger. True, yeah. Which is, is pretty bad for you, but, yeah. like, it gives you a resilient threat against the Liliana Minus and stuff as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of the time you'll have, like, a noble hierarch to sacrifice to Liliana if you need to as well with that deck, so... Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it does okay-ish against Jund. I wouldn't say it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, does it, does, is it playing Kadok Teague, that deck? Uh, no Kadok Teague. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Maybe it should. Very easy yeah, to do it, right? Yeah, well, I'm, I mean, again, this is a Tron-heavy metagame, so... Yeah, you think it'd be pretty yeah, decent there. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty decent. Yeah. Um, speaking of Tron, seventh place, green black Tron. Yes. You can speak to this, Al. I think. Well, I think. It's, I actually looked at this. It's actually not green black. This is just uh, goldfish not being making sense. Is there oh, green really? black in it? Yeah. Well, so, it's dismember. Well, that's yeah. That's <laughs> always there. <laughs> uh, I think so. It's so the two the two Tron lists that did well were both mono green, um, and then ooh. this makes me think that they will go mono green. And David Wolf is saying ooh because he does see Gryer Reach Sanitarium. Yeah, Gryer Reach Sanitarium. So I don't really know what this is for. Um, I think it's well, maybe the idea is like you're top decking. Uh, you just want to get get. You know, there's, there comes a point where you know everything's out on the table. You you have your 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 drawn. You're just waiting to get there. Uh, it's because so many of your spells are cantrips. That's gonna you know, you're going through your deck. I think just uh, Sanitarium is another way to get there. But I think I'd still prefer to have black mana. Then I think even like looking like look at it, so the the list I was playing before was mono green main board and black sideboard. Uh, the sideboard here does seems to be very strong anyway, even without the black. Yeah. Um. So like looking look at the sideboard like this with all these colored spells like um Warborn Whale and uh, Spatial Contortion and Tonlots here makes makes me think that maybe you don't need or you don't need black anymore in the side. Um. Like being, able to, being able to counter a sorcery is pretty good against. Oh, escape shift or great delight. Or that's a, that's actually a big deal. Yeah, escape shift is 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 gaining in popularity because that's a really bad matchup for Tron. Yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. So, like the black wouldn't really help you out that much against that because like, yeah, you can pot seize it away or whatever. Mm. But like, basically, escape shift kind of does the same thing again as Tron, where it's just playing off the top of its deck. So yeah. like, eventually, they're just kind of top deck a Titan or escape shift and kill you. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and then, so. yeah, and like my, my sideboard at the GP, I had one spatial, spatial contortion, and I definitely like whenever I played it, this always felt really, really good. Okay, so it's just being spot removal that you can play in mm-hmm. your limited mana base. Uh, so it's definitely a card I would like to play more. Um, what about warping whale? Is warping whale ever good removal? And I think it's. Actually, it is because there, there's some lists of Tron. That, there's some Tron lists that play good shot just as a way to kill like a, a mana dork. Okay, it, it feels very bad. It, feel, it feels bad to dismember a, a bird's paradise. Like, yeah. Uh, so I guess yeah, it, it does work there as well. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, sometimes it's like if if your Tron gets disrupted, if you get a surgical or something, it's sometimes you just need, you, just, you just need to ramp from six to seven with a a one one sign and a turn <laughs> yeah. to win a game. Like, and it, it, suppose, it comes up like, yeah. or uh, I suppose. Get in there for extra damage. Uh, very happy. So. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine that would happen too much. But uh, I mean, it, it, it's it's a card that has multiple uses. uses. Yeah, yeah, very um, flexible card. Yeah, sweet. Um, Emberco, the promised end, one off. Yeah, that's is very that, strange. Is that normal or it was, no? it was it was in Eldrazitron because you know you, you are because actually well, this version also plays uh, Welcome Melissa, which kind of helps you towards your Emberco count. Gyrie yeah. Sanitarium is really good there, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, a lot cheaper. Yeah, nice. you can yeah, yeah, discard your lands, discard your creatures, I guess, if you mm-hmm. want. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know, yeah, it is. It, it does seem... But it also is a good way to win. Because, like, Tron is not really a deck that gets to, like, Delirium or whatever. That's it, yeah. Very yeah. fast. Like, you, you put artifacts and, and sorceries in there, no problem. Yeah. But the rest, 
you're not really exactly yeah well, if you put a ballista in you got artifact creature and then if you like I suppose to land it's like this is probably going to cost you seven or eight but then all your other spells are seven or eight anyway so it's fine yeah yeah you know if John Paul teases your card away there's a planeswalker in there exactly yeah, yeah. Right. Maybe. I mean, it, could, it could be as simple as that like it's, yeah maybe uh, um, we've no this doesn't play uh, uh, All of Us so that, that could be your trial oh okay um, the only strongest ever play All of Us it's really just Eldrazi trying to play okay. that um, it's because it's you can ramp to it with Eldrazi Temple right it's yeah, like an exactly. extra way to get there yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then in 8th place speaking of Eldrazi we have oh, yeah. Red Green Eldrazi this certainly plays Eldrazi Temple yes uh, this is a Blood Brain it's just a Blood Brain Elf deck with um, Eldrazi Obligator for <clears throat> just extra nonsense yeah it is yeah. very explosive yeah uh, I think, I think this deck is almost like replacing um, uh, Eldrazi Tron as being a supposed so fast Eldrazi deck mm-hmm. uh, of choice. Uh, even, though it doesn't play, even though it doesn't have Chalice, it's just playing a different, uh, different kind of strategy mm-hmm. um, yeah, between your Eldrazi Temple and your uh, Lover Hierarch. All these Blood Red Elf decks are just the same, aren't they? Yeah. Ponza and Red Green Eldrazi and Jund. And they're yeah. all, aren't they all just the same? Ponza's not the same. It is. Well... It's, 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 it's just, different in so many a resource to all deck. Yeah, you just do stuff that like this doesn't really do that much, and then you play Bloodbred Elf, and it's just overwhelming. Well, all all this stuff plays. Uh, this stuff does loads of stuff. This red green deck does loads of stuff. No, it's all like bad cards that are good because you get to play them for free off Bloodbred Elf, like Eldrazi no, Obligator and Stone Rain. Okay, Eldrazi Obligator is not great, but yeah. like Matter Reshaper and stuff and. Not a great Noble card. Hierarch and Scavenger. Well, no, it's very turn two. Yeah, and it's good off Bloodbred Elf. Yeah, but like they're not good cards. You wouldn't want to pay a fair rate for them. Like no, but no one draws the deck is paying a fair rate for them. No, but it's like that's why I'm saying all these Bloodbred Elf decks are just the same. It's like you're either ramping into it, or like you know you're getting enough value. Like so, Jund gets enough value off it because it's playing all the best cards in modern. Right, right it's playing okay, Primogoyf yeah. and Liliana yeah. and getting to play one of them for free is just okay. insane. Yeah, and then this deck in Ponza are playing cards that aren't very good, but you either ramp into them or play them for free, so it's fine. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah I can see that, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so you're saying that it, like, it, it adds another way to play your terrible cards that just makes them enter the battlefield abilities of a good card. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like, in Ponza, you know, Bloodbred Elf into Arbor Elf isn't really where you want to be. It's going to no. happen sometimes, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like... That 1-1. One, one. Yeah, but sometimes you just play like a like a... Turn three, Bloodbred Elf, and it's yeah, just going to be just overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Great. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like you know, nobody would be playing this deck if Bloodbred Elf didn't exist. That's uh, definitely. Uh, did that's this deck not start to pop up before Bloodbred Elf? Was a little, around? like a little tiny. Kind of thing, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like Eldrazi Obligator is not even that good a hit off Bloodbred Elf because you can't pay the kicker. Yeah, and then it's just good you when you're right. Like, it's an additional cost. Yeah, no, you, well, sorry. Okay, you can. Sorry, but it like not on turn four. Yeah, you can. You're ramping. <laughs> you have uh, you have noble hierarch or whatever, don't you? Yeah. In turn four, you probably have more lands. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, I think the idea is that you're. I mean, yeah. I suppose one Eldrazi Temple does. Oh no, it doesn't. How much is it bigger? Yeah, you can use uh, it. Yeah, no, one Eldrazi Temple yeah. does get you there. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's like when you're already ahead, it's just hitting them for six. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's true. Like. Yeah, true. Um, Especially if you go to yeah, Eldrazi three. Obligator is really bad though. Yeah. It is like it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're all in agreement there. Yeah, I think yeah, you turn three Tomas here, then turn four Blood Raid into that is yeah. hitting them for ten. I think one scavenging is a little bit loose. Yeah, yeah it's too strange as one off. Like, need, to be, need to be able to stop some nonsense. Yeah, no, but I mean, I think I think I'd like more, more scavenging okay. if possible. Yeah, yeah, random, yeah. Yeah. Like an extra one, maybe. Yeah, I can see um, that. Yeah. 
But yeah, it seems like, I don't know, the Bloodbred Elf and Jace are kind of doing an equal amount of work at the moment. Probably still more Bloodbraids blood than Jace's. I yeah, say. I mean, Bloodbraid definitely... You can see the effect more. Yeah, like yeah, the meta game yeah. has changed to accommodate Bloodbraid Elf. Like Jund is back mm. in a big way, and I think Jace has not had that same kind of effect, like changing the whole meta game. But you can still see him there in 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 some decks, and even in some decks that you wouldn't expect him in. Yeah. Um. But I think the 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 good thing is that the, we're still seeing the diversity. Yeah. That exactly, we yeah. always yeah, saw. Yeah. Um, with modern, well, not always, but like in the last couple of years that we've seen with modern, mm-hmm. and that's still there. So I guess wizards, to, you know, they must have tested it a little bit. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm actually it's quite kind of relieving that um, we're, we're a few weeks now into um, it's, it's meta with yeah. uh, these two cards unbanned, and yeah. I know I know at first people were saying that oh people just haven't figured out the Jace Swineskull deck. I mean, we're saying that because I don't think. Yeah, well, it definitely seemed right that you know, Jace mm-hmm. hadn't been figured out how to be utilized properly in modern. Yeah, uh, and either we were wrong in saying that, or people still haven't figured out how to use it mm-hmm. again because it's just not I mean, dominant. We, like, you know. I mean, we have like that bring to light deck in the top eight with Jace, right? Like, yeah. that yeah. might be the best Jace deck. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe this is the point where people start. Everyone starts just starts playing that deck or a deck yeah. like it. Well, the thing is, it's like you have that deck, but then like if everyone's playing Ponza and stuff, and like well, Blood Moon decks, it's like you can't really rely yeah. on the winning with Valakut if yeah. everyone's got Blood Moon. You yeah. Know? yeah. So. Yeah. It's like things kind of. It's kind of funny because like maybe it will actually just work. The Bloodbraid, Bloodbraid, and Jace just balance each other out, and yeah. like you know, both of them are showing up. But then there's a, there you can fight the, both of those decks on another axis as well. Maybe it's fine. I don't know. Yeah, I th- I think they are both like creeping up. I think Jace is creeping up in popularity, and Bloodbraid is has just been popular since the unbound, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. I think it's, just, it's I mean, some easier to build around Bloodbraid. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. yeah. That's true. Um, also, maybe there is an issue with availability. People it, don't yeah. have the money to buy as, as many chases as as they do Bloodbraid Elves. Bloodbraid Elves is very cheap. They are very expensive. Yeah. Um, I do like the fact that almost none of the book of the of the Jace decks have four Jaces. So that, is good. that makes it slightly easier for people to <laughs> get hold of the requisite. Yeah. Most of the, most decks are playing like two, maybe three, two or three. Yeah, yeah. Seems like the right amount. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for a four mana spell that doesn't really well, okay, it does a lot when it comes down, but mm. doesn't win the game immediately anyway. No, uh, that's why. Yeah, you're starting to see these shells where like you knew, that are doing the decks are doing something else proactive as well, so that yeah. you can sneak Jace in at some point when they can't deal with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cool. kind of like the the Nahiri thing. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever that came out, was that? It was nearly two years ago now, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Um, is where you're you're playing a Jessica control deck, but once you get Nahiri down, the game becomes about Nahiri. Yeah. So it just takes so much pressure off your life total, mm. um, and it allows you to do your control control thing much better while they're focusing on your inner Yeah. Or if they don't focus on your inner Hiri, then maybe you just win the game. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, very sweet. I have to get my hands on some Jace now. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna pull the trigger soon. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they're not again like we said with Chalice. They're probably not gonna go much lower than they yeah. are now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I do. I do also like that Wizards did this immediately after the Pro Tour because it gives us the maximum amount of time to see how the format shakes out without pros like breaking it. Breaking. I know there's mm-hmm. been, there's GPs. There have mm-hmm. been GPs and there will be GPs, but they just you know pro teams don't put as much effort into testing for GPs as they do for uh, yeah, for Pro Tour mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, from yeah. from my limited knowledge of what mm-hmm. pro teams do, uh, so I guess we have maximum amount of time before they they put their minds towards breaking that. Yeah. Um, 
I'm sure search for us counter is just a two mana Jace anyway. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Brainstorm's two mana Jace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Brainstorm not legal in the format though. Not. <laughs> River Wise yeah. Augur. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there we go. That's there we go. Jace. There we go. Got it. Budget, budget. 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 Easier to cheap. Easier to cheap. Easier to cast. Yeah, it's a wizard, so you can get uh, oh your my God. counter spells off it. Oh, counter spell in modern boys. Oh wait, we're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> it's also a merfolk. Goes in two decks. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Merfolk is merfolk. Uh, uh, I know merfolk is kind of on a downswing at the moment in modern, but uh, yeah. would they play Jace even? Maybe. Um. Yeah. I think so. I think <laughs> come answer is this yeah. Long answer, short answer, yes. Long answer, yes. <laughs> yeah. Great. Can't wait to see that Merfolk in the top eight with Jace. Um, it's going to be sweet. Brainstorm tribal. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about the PBTQ that we went to. So we, we kind of already briefly mentioned it. It was in Reroll Games in Avon. Uh, it was taken down by... what? Sorry, what's the winner's name? Richard, Richard Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. Uh, from... Northern Ireland, somewhere. I'm yeah, not, not sure exactly where. I think uh, he lives in Belfast. Yeah, I think he said that to me. I'm not sure. I'm not okay. sure where he's from originally. Okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Richard been been doing well lately. Top eight in a lot of PBTQs around the yeah. place. Yeah, I think this was his third top eight in a row. Yeah, so yeah. you know, well deserved. Well yeah. deserved. Win. Um, took it down with, with Mario Vehicles. Um, it's twenty two person PBTQ. Few newer players there, so like not the most competitive of of people of fields, I would say. But at the same time, like at least half the players there were very competitive. Mm, yeah. So it was kind of a, a coin flip on whether you're getting like very serious match or like a let's have fun kind of you know let's enjoy yeah. this magic mm-hmm. kind of match. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm I'm sure we all got one or two of those. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I I played against um, well. I guess I won't talk about my deck too much, but I played against uh, serious players four out of the five rounds. I guess serious mm-hmm. players is probably not the best way to put it. Put it. There's a serious decks or meta decks. Maybe. Yeah, meta decks and, yeah, and competitive, better. regular competitive players. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, what about you guys? You can talk about your decks if you want. Yeah, so we're on the same list. Same. Were we? I thought you were on. Were you on mid range? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were on control. Yeah, I, no, yeah, I think we we're both 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 were on the deck the deck or last week's deck of the week. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we were just yeah, playing. Was, we were playing that same seventy five. Both yeah, of us were. So, yeah. So um, I played against. What did I play against? I played against uh, Mono Red round one. Uh, I got absolutely crushed. I was on the draw. Yeah. Uh, game one, my opponent Thomas. I, can't remember his second name, but he made top eight as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he multi five and then killed me on turn five. Mm-hmm. Was cool. I uh, didn't really do anything, and then game two, yeah, I didn't didn't really do anything either. I like killed the carry Zev, and he had another carry Zev in his hand, which always yeah. feels bad. Yeah, yeah that's terrible. Felt, yeah. Um, round two. Uh, let me try and think if I can remember everything I played against. I played against. I'm not sure if this was round two, but I played against Blue Red Control. Fran was on that. Um, that was a good set of matches. Um, Game one, I kind of was just had the momentum to kill him before he could kind of stabilize and turn the game around. And then game two, you know, you board out your nine or ten cards or whatever it is and just bring in all these anti-control cards. Yeah. And you kind of turn into, like, almost as good of a control deck as the control deck you're playing against. Yeah. So that was pretty good. And I followed the... This was, this was again against blue-red control, right? So it's a little bit different than yeah. blue-black. Sure, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I still followed the same advice of just boarding out all of Raska's contempts. Yeah. Um, I think I left one in because I knew he had Nicol Bolas. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was splashing yeah, yeah. off Aetherhub. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but that went pretty easily. Like definitely, if you're not facing against Scarab God and you're oh, just facing against Gearhooks, you yeah. really don't need the Rascal's Content Gearhook very much. No, not really. Yeah, to be yeah, it's yeah. really just yeah, doesn't. You just use your Scarab God to block it. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah like not like actually that. your Scarab God, but two things mm-hmm. that Gaunties. you've internalized or your Gontis. Gontis, yeah, 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 whatever. Um, and then I played against a young player who was on some kind of Aetherborn counters animation module deck. Oh my god. Which is pretty sweet. He had like Syndicate Trafficker and the the Aetherborn Lord. I can't remember what it's called. Gives oh, Midnight Entourage. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah. you're your surprised so from Martin Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. it. Uh, so, that, so that was pretty cool. Uh, unfortunately, he just didn't really get to play magic against me. It was yeah. like he'd missed his land drops game one and then... Uh, I just like was very cruelly dressing and negating things. Yeah. Turn two, and he just never really got to yeah. to go off. Felt bad about that. He was a young guy, and obviously newer to magic, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I unfortunately smashed him. Great. Um, and then I, I can't remember one of my rounds to be honest. Uh, then, but in the last round, I played against Grixis Energy. Played against Dean from the North. Also, uh, had two quite close games against him. I think that's a really fun interactive matchup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like blue black against Grixis. Um, I won the first game. It's a tough one, actually. I think for for blue black. Yeah, I got a little bit lucky in the first game. I think I just landed. <laughs> I, I I like landed a scarab god on turn five. He contempted it. I played another scarab god on turn six, which he then like killed three turns in a row, and I just kept replaying. Okay. And then yeah. eventually he drew another contempt and and exiled it, and then I drew another <laughs> scarab god and played yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, and then game two uh, brought in the Jace's defeats and stuff like that um, and was able to counter both of his Whirl of Virtuosos with that, yeah, which is, key. yeah, it's a really big deal in the matchup. Like, yeah. Virtuoso just, yeah. just buys him so much time, makes your Scarab God so much less effective, yeah. you just can't get in for five those first few, ter- first few turns, stuff yeah. like that. Mm. Um and, and that you always, was, you always that was feel really bad spending your Vraska's Contempts on Virtuosos as yeah, well exactly. so you'd yeah, much yeah. rather um, Essence Scatter or, or Jace's defeat them yeah definitely uh, and as well he brought in Argwell's Bloodfast against me which I think was a mistake to be honest mm. uh, I don't really like bringing that in in sort of a mid-range mirror yeah I don't I don't bring Bloodfast in in the, in the mid-range yeah. in the blue-black mirror or against Grixis either I'd only bring them in against Control yeah that, that's how I feel as well so he brought them in and I had already like two drop into three drop or something like that Yeah. and I just felt like oh like you're gonna really feel yeah, the pain when you right. activate this thing a few times yeah you just don't really have the time if you're, especially if you're on the draw yeah and yeah. I think he ended up going down to like six life just getting hit with like two small creatures and activating his Bloodfast over the course of the game something yeah. like that yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, it was pretty pretty uh pretty tough so so i won that one but uh just missed out on well i didn't just miss out on top eight i knew i was dead going to the last round essentially i was bottom of the the six pointers at two two um but i ended up in 10th place at three two mm. so there were there were two people at nine points in the top eight uh yeah. and then ninth and tenth also yeah so but uh yeah it was a good tournament really enjoyed it i really i really like being in the shop um it's just always a good experience. Free pizza yeah. after the tournament. Yeah. Or after the Swiss. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, as well, because it's kind of a more welcoming store. I don't, Well, not that other stores aren't welcoming, but just it's a... I think Tony tries very hard to uh, to engender like a sense of community and stuff yeah. and welcome, mm. welcome new players and stuff like that. Uh, the prize support was just every player who entered got two boosters yeah. for their money, which was great. And I think is like... That's a really big deal to the to the newer players as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, because like you know we go to 
these PPTUs or whatever, you end up with getting what or whatever twelve boosters or whatever. If you do on the Swiss, you don't really care about that. Yeah, I, I do not care at all. Yeah, yeah. if what are, if people want to come, uh, if that makes more people come, the fact that they get two guaranteed boosters, I would love. Yes, yes def- to definitely just always have that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, how about you all? Uh, yeah, so I was um, yeah, so like, like I said, I was on the same deck. Uh, so yeah, about two grand. So round one, I played against uh, Rich Thompson and Marty Beagles, and I mm-hmm. beat him. So I I beat the champion of the weekend <laughs> yes. uh, round one. Uh, it wasn't enough to take to take him out, but I mean the matchup. I think the matchup against Marty for blue black uh, mid range is his favorite for blue, blue black. Yeah, uh, especially just in the games. The games felt the, the games did feel very straightforward, and that was primarily primarily because he didn't draw a single unlicensed uh, in either games. Yeah, that's so one, so once, even just uh, even Scargod acting as. Like a good blocker, and um, when mm-hmm. I was like on a yeah. life, mm-hmm. uh, was was enough to turn the game around. Uh, so round two, I played against McKaylee, and um, so McKaylee was on a oh, a, a, a blue black. McKaylee was on a very sweet list. Yes, now yeah. this was on, an, and I was completely thrown by McKaylee um, five the Swiss. And yeah, was was defeated in the finals. So yeah, exactly. Was undefeated until the finals. <laughs> yeah, so because yeah. I, I played against McKaylee on Thursday, and he was on basically the same seventy five that I was on. Yeah, um, so. I was, I was kind of like, I kept a hand if I was ready for that and then I, I just assumed he was playing the same deck yeah. and he went turn one uh, into a Deadlands Renegade map I'm yeah. like what the hell is this maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe this is black white tokens or or, 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 or absent tokens or the with stockpile then turn two uh, he, played, he went island fitness crane and I'm like oh, I have no what's idea happening? no idea what's happening now <laughs> yeah. so um, yeah so I, I got it's basically it's like a vehicle deck yeah uh, lots of aether spheres aether sphere harvesters and uh, six five boats yeah. Um, and so I, I got I got beaten down in the game one uh, game two I just made a complete balls of sideboarding because I kind of I felt like he was kind of deck that would go bigger uh, but he turned out to be fairly aggressive yeah uh, in so, even the others Wacom Disses and um, Hardy Kieran's I think but no no he had Harvesters and Sky Sovereign Harvesters and one yeah. Sky Sovereign so I I, I he uh, Michaeli told me that he got this list from uh, Japanese tournaments right mm. right so i had a look on hararuya and i i found it yeah. um and yeah it's it's like four ethers for harvesters and one sky sovereign but another so the core of the deck is actually the same as the blue black mid-range yeah okay it's it has more walking ballistas so it has four ballistas yeah it has four siphoners four fatal push four vassal contempt three scarab god which is basically the core of, mm-hmm. yeah, of the blue yeah. black deck but then the stuff that's around it there's like an artifact package. So there's uh, the four harvesters, the one sky sovereign. There's the four renegade maps so that you can play f- f- fewer lands. Mm. And then there's also, and also after your fatal push revolt, uh, there's also, what's the other card? Scrounger. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's your, your yeah, aggressive yeah. game plan, yeah, basically. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it seems seemed like a very sweet list. It took, took the shot by storm. Basically, but, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was just early scrap, early scrapping stranger would be down, so something that yeah. I was well, I was not prepared for at all post board. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Glen S. Crane obviously cruise either for Harvester. Yeah, very nicely mm-hmm. and finds either for Harvester. Yeah, as well. it's so like it's not the worst blocker against Mono Red either. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fine. fine. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah so I, I lost that in a so Grand Trio played against uh, 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 Black Red Minotaur Tribal. Yeah. Uh, so this was this, so it was kind of unfortunate that my, my opponent just he was playing Black Red lands. He didn't play any spells for first few, first few turns turns. Uh, I turned four, played Gondi, and the four cards I saw were like, it was uh, like really aggressive cards. Um, yeah. It was a Blood something insider, Blood Crazy. Blood Lust Insider. Blood Lust Insider. Is it the one one that taps to give something haste? Yeah, and there's uh, the four, three, two drop Minotaur, that discards card when it comes in. Yeah. Uh, there's another Blood Minotaur. Yeah. Uh, Ember something Minotaur with it. It's with activate. It's two, one first strike with fire breeding. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is this card that that's the one. When I saw that he had 
this was an aggressive deck that didn't have a fast start. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not kind of it yeah, was, it was, it was the good feelings, and then Oz was very easily able, able to go over the top. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, game two does you know fatal push into four three. Uh, Minotaur comes in, the card pretty is pretty, bad, pretty yeah. brutal. I, I feel like that's that's the primary reason why the deck cards I've seen play. Like. Yeah, uh, and I think this four the four three body just uh, just falls into all the main removal that people are yeah. playing. Yeah, it's, it's the same for wanted scoundrels as well. Which mm-hmm. is another yeah, two mana four three when it dies. Uh, the opponent gets two treasures. Yeah, fail push is just so good against it. Yeah, yeah. so is a braid. So is a lightning strike. Yeah, Heart yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. just the, the three toughness and the two converted mana costs just mm-hmm. don't line up well for these yeah. creatures. If they were three fours, I mean, this is it. Yeah, it would actually huge. be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, fail push still works, but uh, all that red removal mm. that you yeah. this it doesn't. Yeah, um, yeah. it seems like. It was, it was really cool that they did play against. I think it would have had a good game if it was if they'd have a very aggressive draw. Yeah. And uh, when like especially like when it's when it's on the play. Uh, but I think just yeah, I, I think so much of the the blue black mid range uh, deck is just 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 fits around beating this. You know, in terms yeah. of the the, the, the bodies of my creatures uh, face up pretty well against the bodies of his creatures and then mm-hmm. higher movement and stuff. That's actually fail push. Uh, so then round four. Um, yeah. So, so I won that in round four. I played against uh, Esper. Um, Esper Golfero's gift, yeah. So yeah. Then, which 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 is a pretty tough matchup, and this was yeah. So this is the version with uh, with Gate to the Afterlife. Uh, lots of creatures in the graveyard. It's very hard to interact with uh, when they start going off early. Uh, I think it was. Okay, I think I, I had a, I think I had a bad. I think I was stuck in on game one, game two. Ended up going a little bit long, but it was uh, he just had this crazy big massive board, and then I I, I think I won Scar God, and I was also I won Scar God because Scar God is a survival turn cycle, uh, so it had a very very you know, difficult turn of like oh what can I bring back to survive. Uh, he had like he had like an angel out, a four four angel out, and tokens out, um, and it was a very complicated board state. I think at one point, yeah. So I think I think it's actually in game one he had cast Asha Taker on my Scar God. I managed to cast the Scar God. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that which, which I mean, it's like obviously he would be complete, he would have been completely blown out if I could have removed that Asha Taker, but just, yeah. I didn't have the the removal at the right time. Yeah. And it got punished so hardly for it. Like. Mm-hmm. Um. So that was so I lost that, but then. So, but because um, I I lost it, so I, I was two two going into round three, but I did have a winning in. Sorry, round five. Right, two 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 going into round five. Um, I yeah, so because um, mainly because of who who played in the first two matches, uh, Richard and Michaeli, I had very good breakers going into round five. So uh, myself and Luke, uh, myself and Judge, Luke Dowling had a winning in. And this was uh, oh sorry, that game. Luke beat me as well. That was the other round. Of oh, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I remember actually now. Yeah, because yeah, when when I saw Luke beat you, I was like, oh, I think it's a very it's, it's, it's a matchup brutal for like, bad matchup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Luke, Luke really wanted to beat all of us, so he yeah. had to claim the skull crack round. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah. He didn't get to face off against me though. Did not know, but he uh, said so. Uh, the way he put it was, um, he just wanted to play a deck with cards that he wanted to use a card. Fun, he wanted to play a fun deck on the PPTQ, and yeah. it just happened to be an absurdly good medical against what's like the index at the moment nice. in the form of uh, Naya, Mon- Naya dinosaurs. Wow! Um, so he had lots of ram cards. Uh, game one, he completely crushed me. Uh, game two, I think. Um, yeah, so I, I, I won game two. This game three ended up being very long. So I think to, to kind of what it came down to. Well, yeah. So I think what it really really came down to like the clinch turn was for the first part of the game. I was kind of just removing his creatures. Uh, my mana was really shaky. I had four islands and one aether hub, uh, with like one energy. So and then I had like two contempts, well, two two commit to memories in my hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was, I was kind of try, I was trying really hard to like just to keep content, uh, keep commit up in case he casts a carnage tyrant or any other big monster because he was just rampant rampant at this point. Okay. Um, so I think so. I had and I, I kind of as a way to show how bad things were. I had a um, one point I had to field rune, uh, which I was going to use to kind of help fix my mana. But then he played a. Um, uh, a Ripjaw Raptor which I had to 
I had to go and get another swamp to kill that with Fatal Bush. Okay. Because uh, I, was, I was just going to take over the game otherwise. Uh, the way the board is going. So I, my, my mana was really awkward. I had five lands uh, on my hand. Yeah, so I had two, two bits in my hand. A Gonti, an eighth, uh, Gibson, Aether Born, and a Scarabat. So the game, so I, I was keeping my mana untapped. So just get, get ready to um, to commit whatever he, whatever he did cast. Uh, but eventually he just started casting um, Hour of Hour of Promise and getting yeah. zombies. Mm-hmm. So kind of the tournaments you know, being passed back and forth. He was hitting me down with zombies. Uh, he was just still ramping until he had more and more mana. Uh, he had two cards in his hand. So I kind of stopped and thought, like, I do want to... I, I do want to stop and, and wait to commit whatever he does cast from this, but uh, if the game keeps on going without me doing, without me doing anything, I'll just lose uh, the zombie. So I was like, in a losing position. Uh, if I did commit something, I would still be in a losing position, basically, if he you know, eventually drew it again. Yeah. Uh, but, but, and then, so I decided, so my, my, the line I took was I just tapped out to play the Scar God, thinking if the Scar God uh, survives turn cycle, uh, I'll just suddenly be winning. I'll, I'll be winning then out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas like, if I continue to keep man up, ready to commit uh, a threat, bring back his rip draw raptor exactly, and start yeah. drawing cards from yeah. the, if the zombies attack or whatever. Yeah, exactly, and and, and it, it just it just stops the zombies from attacking at all. Yeah. Um. But then, uh. But then, but it turned out what his plan was. So I I played a scar god, and then he had so him with his uh. I think it was about twelve man now, but 12, 12 lands. He tapped out to play Zakana. <laughs> so kind of I, th- I think I think it was kind of um. It shows it was a bad line that I took because what he was actually doing was he wanted to wait until he had uh enough mana to pay for a Supreme Will. So he's playing around Supreme Will by just, by just ramping to get to 3 extra mana. Um, so it's a common cost 9 normally. It costs yeah. 9 normally, yeah. But yeah. you just wanted to get to 12. Yeah, basically. So, and then once you got to 12... That's also it, 15 damage because you want to have all your lands and not yeah. free floating. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so it was... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, it was, he, he was, so he was waiting until he had 12 lands uh, but which also coincided with the time that I was tapped out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was slammed down and that just took over the game. Yeah. So, like, so looking back, my rationale for playing, playing the Scar God was... If I if I tap him and play this card, and he does he, he does cast a Galta or he does cast a Carnage Tyrant, I'll still be ahead. You know, obviously you know, mm-hmm. Galta does have a big effect when it comes in, but after that, if I'm if I just start bringing stuff back from the graveyard, then I I, I start to get ahead. Uh, but I just I, I I I didn't really see Zakama coming, and then I didn't see Zakama as being as a game ending thing straight away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kind of looking back, then uh, Xander pointed out that I did have another line I could have taken was I could have kept commit up and committed uh, his. As a camera while I was on the stack, mm-hmm. and then untap and play Gonti to take it. So kind of as as a as yeah. a kind of permanent way to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So kind of when I had when I had to commit my hand, when I had to commit to my hand, I was thinking, oh, this is only going to be a temporary way to kind of slow an end game mm-hmm. if you just cast something. Mm-hmm. I am dying to these zombies, but uh, I think just commit with Gonti could have, you know, yeah, could have even just for the shuffle event or even kind of giving me as a camera. Yeah, and then I could have been the one untapping all my hands. Blue black, blue and black hands don't really do much for. Uh, no, these, those are exactly the colors that you don't want. <laughs> yeah, with the one thing is I don't want to do, but yeah, and so yeah. Uh, but I ended up being it was, it was a really cool game. Really kind of uh, it, was, it was really cool just to see the camera going off and gaining yeah. life and shooting down things. And that was pretty um, sweet. Yeah. So then, so Luke got the top eight and I uh, drove home a two tree. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Um, so the deck that I played is our deck of the week um, and it was a great choice for St. Patrick's Day although I did not oh my God, this is consider, consider that when I was <laughs> making my choice it was uh, Mono Green Galta Boom. so I played it online a little bit I got like two four ones and a five zero in leagues and I was just like oh this deck is very very stupid and sometimes it just randomly wins the game so I'm going to play it um, it's a very inconsistent deck is the only problem um, but I'll, I'll post a list in the show notes if anybody wants to have a look um, you shouldn't though it's terrible uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the, the deck revolves around like Ronus's monument and making a, a, an absurdly high amount of power so you can cast Galta for 
for green green for very quickly. Yeah. So you have stuff like Heart of Kieran has Green Belt Rampager. Green Belt Rampager is really the the star of the deck to be honest because mm-hmm. a three four body as I mentioned earlier, yeah, um, is pretty good in this meta. Like sometimes, um, like you just you know play the Rampager on turn one, then you play double play it on turn two. And then just mono red just can't attack you anymore, mm-hmm. or they have to two for one themselves to get past it. Yeah, um, it's also good for um, like against siphoner. Like obviously, if you can get another creature on the board, like it, it helps you get well. two, yeah two creatures on the board quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's also a lot of sweet tricks in the deck with rampager, such as so the deck also has Ronus's monument. So if you have no energy, you can play green belt rampager three times to give three pumps off Ronus's monument. Uh, you can do things like uh, you have the, the, the deck also has Heart of Kieran. So a very common line of play is turn one, Green Belt Rampager, bounces back to your hand, get two mm-hmm. energy. Turn two, play Heart of Kieran. Turn three, play your third land or whatever. Play Green Belt Rampager on the stack, crew the Heart of Kieran, mm-hmm. comes back to your hand. Yes. And then you can, you, can, uh, you can either play it out then and have it untapped as a blocker mm. or you can you know play a two mana creature or whatever yep. so like a resilient counter is pretty good as well to yeah. the, the heart of Kieran plus two plus two that turn that's sweet yeah yeah um so you know just just sweet stuff like that comboing with Ronus's monument getting galta into play galta is a very large dinosaur <laughs> yeah um <laughs> doesn't die to fatal push yeah yeah oh, exactly nice. doesn't die to fatal push the obviously the 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 real weakness for galta is um well, there's two real weaknesses for Galta. One is Rastus Contempt, which is everywhere at the moment, has no way to protect itself. The deck does play four Blossoming Defense, but it's very common on the turn that you play Galta. You've had to play so many other cards in the same turn to get your tough your power yeah. up that you'll usually be tapped out. Yeah. Um, the other problem with Galta is it's very easy for it to get stranded in your hand if they keep one for one you, yeah. and yeah, you can't yeah. get power on the board. Um, so that's terrible. That's pretty much mm. the worst-case scenario for the deck. Yeah. Um, Jade Light Ranger and Merfolk Branchwalker are there to provide lots of extra power and to provide consistency. Um, but yeah, I, I liked the deck. It's attacking from an angle that people don't normally expect. It's not the type of deck that people would expect me to play either. Uh-huh. So I think I got a little bit of value off that. Yeah. Um, so my tournament was round one. I played against Dean on Grixis Energy. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on the. He had previously been in the Magic World Cup on the Northern yep. Irish team. Yeah, yeah. Crush him in team draft. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, Dean's a great guy, uh, very good player, and uh, fortunately enough, Grixis Energy is is one of the best matchups for this Mono Green Galta deck yeah. because they rely so heavily on Magma Spray and Harness Lightning, which are not that good against you. Like Harness mm-hmm. Lightning, obviously, is fine, but it's not good against Green Belt Rampager, and Magma Spray obviously is terrible against Green Belt Ram- Rampager. Fatal Push is much better, but the Grixis Energy lists don't usually run Fatal Push, mm-hmm. so that's. Uh, and obviously, when they're relying on like Key Vraska's Contempts, and you can trade that for your Blossoming Defense, you usually win the game. Yeah, or they might have a Chupacabra, but like, not even always. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, prob- probably another big weakness of the deck is that uh, sometimes if you don't have enough power on board already to be offering a clock, and they just slam Scarab Gun on five, you're probably going to lose because mm-hmm. yeah. there's no. It's a mono green deck, so there's no removal whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, I experimented with a cartouche of strength in the main, but it was terrible, <laughs> so I cut it. Um, <laughs> yeah, the deck has two prey upons in the sideboard, which are sometimes actually yeah. grand. Yeah. Um, like your stuff is always bigger than everybody else's stuff. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was kind of two relatively quick games there. Like even I think game two, um, I had a lot of stuff on the board. Dean was down to about six or something like that, and he cast Bantu's Last Reckoning. 
and I was like, oh, wasn't wasn't really expecting that. I didn't know that the Grixis deck ever yeah. had access to that really, um, and so that wiped my board. But I actually, <gasps> pardon <you>. me, <laughs> I actually I had a had a, a monument on board, so I think I was able to re- rebuild very very yeah. quickly. Obviously, the 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 discount from monument is great. Uh, round two. I, th- I played against Sean on Blue Black Control. Blue Black Control generally also a decent matchup for the deck. Um, you can board into Carnage Tyrant, which obviously is a basically yeah. unanswerable for that deck. Yeah. Um, in in the mid range version, they can answer it with Gonti, but in the control version, mm-hmm. they generally can't answer it at all. Yeah. Um, they have to like rely on getting stuff back from the graveyard with Scarab God and blocking it. But I was just able to like sometimes you have ridiculous turn. Like I had a turn Carnage Tyrant. I made it like a thirteen. 12 yeah with the green belt rampage oh, yeah, from yeah. Ronas monument so yeah uh round three i played against mckaylee uh lost to him he had uh there was one turn where he had a really key chupacabra um and that was that and round four i played against the same red black minotaurs deck oh, that yeah. you played against but i actually my the the my opponent in that round he multi five twice and right, right. the only spell I ever saw from his deck was lightning strike once mm, yeah. so like whatever those weren't games and then uh, round five I did and I was able to get into the top eight uh, top eight I played against Guido um, and he knocked me out he was on blue black control and I felt confident because I was on the play I was fourth seed he was fifth seed but uh, I think my hands just didn't quite get there. Like second game, I kept kind of a greedy hand. I think I mulliganed to six, and I kept kept a one lander because, in my experience from playing the deck online, that's kind of this deck that it has no way to smooth its draws. You just kind of have to like if you have a one lander and you have an elephant and a two drop, I would almost always keep it. Hmm. You just have um, to right this deck. Just can't yeah, you just have to rely on on drawing the lands. Like there's twenty four lands in the deck. There's a reasonable yeah. chance mm-hmm. I scryed something to the bottom, and I just didn't didn't draw a land for like two turns, and that was just enough to yeah. to put it off. And then, and then again, yeah, and then again, yeah. Galta. I, I drew a lot of like five drops and Galtas and stuff like that. Yeah, um, which and then I was stuck on like three and four lands for a while as well. So that it just uh, yeah, it just didn't work out. But uh, Guido, Guido was very confused when I played turn one forest. He was like, what's <laughs> happening here now? Because <laughs> uh, I've I did, I did, done that to him twice now. So on the, the Friday before the GP, I was playing blue-white gift. Yeah. And then in the GP, <laughs> we, played, we played against yeah, him. Yeah. And I played like turn one swamp. He was like, "What? Ha- what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, uh, and then here he was like, I played turn one first, and he was like, "You're doing it to me again." <laughs> <laughs> Basic land, but he won anyway. So um, yeah. fair play to him. Uh, he did not win the next round though against McKaylee. No. Um, so yeah, that was my tournament. It was great to make the top eight, but uh, wasn't able to convert. And sadly, Mono Green didn't get me there on Paddy's Day. No. Um, maybe in the future. I don't know. Next year. It's next a really time. bad deck, though. In fairness, like yeah. it, it just does attack the meta game slightly. In a different way, I think it's very good against any of the tokens decks, like the green white tokens and stuff yeah, that are mm-hmm. going around as Definitely, well. Because yeah. you have like so many big dudes with trample, you have to keep them. Yeah, they 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 have to. Um, it's very difficult for them to block. They they have to keep blocking, which they can't get their critical mass of tokens mm. then yeah. for yeah. the appeal to authority stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was my that was my tournament, and uh, awesome. looking forward to another one next weekend. Yes, yeah, so we'll oh, crush yeah. it. Yeah, time we'll crush it. So I think that's going to be it from us today. Cool. Um. You can find us on Twitter at Skullcrack. Mm-hmm. You can email us skullcrackpodcast@gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook now. Oh yeah, as well Skullcrack. I think it's just facebook.com forward slash Skullcrack. 
Sounds right. Yep. Uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. That'd be that'd be class. Yeah, that'd be class. excellent if yeah. you want to give us an L rating and yeah, leave a review. That. Yeah. Um, thanks to Barry Cannon for our theme music. You can find his stuff uh, linked in the show notes as well. Mm-hmm. Has a very beautiful cover, uh, guitar cover of the horseback music from yeah the day Zelda. horseback music day horseback oh, yeah, music yeah, from yeah. Zelda, which is cool. lovely, a lovely little plinky plonky tune if you if you're into Zelda. Um, so thanks, thanks, thanks to Barry for that, and it's uh, gonna do it from us. See ya. Bye. Bye bye. Creature St. Patrick would be. All right. I suppose we concluded that he is a, a 12 12 dinosaur with trample. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah, that's what he is. But also, what he is not are these cards I'm going to read out, okay. which I have stuffed through Google Translate into Irish. All right. So we're going to test our okay. Irish. Oh, dear God. Uh, I'm, I'm honestly going to start off by saying my Irish is terrible. I'm going to pronounce these awfully, but hopefully, um, it'll be enough to get you there. Okay. All right. So these are magic cards. Okay. All right. All right. So, gonna, so this, Wait, this sorry, are we Are we allowed to see these if we don't understand? Or have you written down? I've written down. No, yeah, I've written down. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll just say them. Okay, okay. okay. Um, and it won't make sense for our listeners who also can play from home. All yes. right. So listen. Although if you don't speak Irish. Oh yeah. This, yeah. Well, you can still fine. play. Yeah, you yeah. can. <laughs> you're going to learn some Irish today. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right. And I'm probably as, as you were kind of discussing it. You know, some some terms will go up again over. Okay. All the cards. So this this card is called a Bayestock Cluck. Okay. Right, is that is that what that is? Oblivion Stone. No. Something um, Stone. It's a it's a Driot. React. It's a yeah. sorcery. Yeah, uh, and the the, the rule sex is simply Antalov Escriasa. Is it a stone rain? Stone rain. Uh, yeah, Antalov okay. is land. Antalov is floor. It's kind of yeah. So usually, I think in the context ground. of way the way land is described in the sentences on magic cards, it gets translated into floor Antalov. around. Okay, right, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Uh, Scriasa is destroyed. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, stone rain destroyed nice. land. All right. Uh, so this is all right. So this is a card that has a keyword. Uh, the keyword, roughly translated, is Kurdig. Say it again? Kurdig. 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 All right, okay. so like, I think like it's probably a verb, right? Okay. Uh, like the, uh, C-U-I-R? C-U-A-R. C-U-A-R. D-A-I-G-H. Kurdig. Kurdig. Okay. So uh, the reminder text is, Gach Carta, a fagin to the relic, August 2, on Leithrit, shut la hygra ain. So start, say that again. So Gach Carta, a fagin to... Okay, every uh, card that you see, all uh, the cards that you see. Uh, do relic, August. So, do, so, Fagin 2, do relic, August 2, Egal Lirthra, Sha, Le Hagra, Ain. For every card you draw, you draw an additional they, card? It's, 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 you're, on the, you're, on, you're on the right track. So, the actual, the actual, uh, alright, this is going to be very obvious now, but the actual uh, uh, real sex of the card is. Uh, uh, Did we get the name of this one yet? Ooh, no, I did not put the name of this into... No, I, 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 I put the name into Google Translate, but the name came out as just being very obvious. Oh, okay, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, the, the text is Tarek 3 Carta. Oh, it's, uh, okay. 
So it's Puerto Rico, right? No, no. no it has, has that big, has reminder text. Has, has a, a. Oh, it's Ancestral Vision. No, no, what? no, uh, no. Treasure Cruise. Treasure Cruise. Oh, treasure Cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. card that they can do. So for every Relic. card you exile. Relic is great. Ah, right, right, right. Uh, Aiden, Aiden is a yeah. one less. Ah, okay, yeah. right, right. Um, yeah. So, uh, right, another one. This is uh, Creator. Uh, okay. Near it. So, uh, the, the no name, name is, for this one? No, because okay. the, name, the name is very obvious. Okay. I'm going to skip the name uh, when I describe the rule text. The rule text okay. contains the name. Okay. I'll say card name. Yeah, right? card name. Yeah. Uh, Nura card name is Shuk Sakata. Okay. It's Fader Lach de Laralin, a Kurdig, Le Hagen Suis, the three card anim on card name. Nukton Eid Kurid is Shuk de Love, and Shin Jean de Labran. Augur Balls. No. When it's, when, it's, some, when it enters the battlefield, yes. you look at the top three cards of your library? Not look at the top three cards, but something with your library. It's Fader Lat de Lerlin. It's Fader Lat de Lerlin. You get to search your library. Yes. I heard it on uh, Tegan Suis, the three card and the on the card name. Tegan Suis? Yeah. You get to put into your hand yes. this, uh, three cards. Three card and the make his name. Yeah. Named on card name. Oh, so it's a squadron. Oh, squadron. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or it could be Yeah, could be Lizard. Although that yeah. says any, any number, number, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah so it has yeah. to be squadron. Yeah, 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 yeah. very good. Tain's takes squadron. Tain's squadron. All right, this other one. This is one of my favorites. Dilik, Ayinvik Fionkar. That's the name of the card. Ayinvik Fionkar. Okay. Dilik Ayinvik Fionkar. Ain Damasha, the creator, no Dreamer. Say that again. So uh, there's more to it, but so it's Diliok, the Dalok, Emig Fionkar, Ain Damasha, the Creator, No Dimrior. Alright. Okay, so it's one damage yeah. to a creature or a player. Yeah. Now there's more. Good right? shot. Yes. Yeah. No, no, sorry, no, no, sorry, it's not that. No, okay. no very close good shot. Uh, it's okay. I think I know. There, there, there's keyword. The keyword is just the same in English. Sorry, yeah. What is that? Dear Captain Thune, on the through shot, copy L A the Hagen Gok Jagger Reeve on cost shot. Fade you to Sprika Nua Rangu do na kopiña. Choose new targets for each copy. Yeah, it's great. Great shot. Great shot. That's great in Irish. I don't know which one is great, which one shot, but say Ian Vig Fiungior. The Fionkor we shot. Ianvig. Fionkor. No, no Fionkor is probably like down. Yeah. grape, is it? Yeah. Ianvig. Fion yeah. is like nice, isn't it? Like a fair. fair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair shot. But well, it's a fair card, anyway. It's, no, I don't know about that. It's a fair <laughs> mechanic. Yeah. Alright, this is a, this is a, a, a creature. Okay. A creature type is Glacera. Okay, no so idea. Glacera. So no. this, this has a... It's a... Oh, it's this, yeah, it's also it's this keyword. Cosantur. Uh, Cosantur. Uh, an evergreen mechanic. It's one, one word? Yeah. Cosantur. Okay. Uh, this has another keyword. Tichum Talun. Ein or a chokiv talov is chok sakatha fui desmacht fegvid to ein sui. I'm totally Tichum Talun. What does that sound like? Well, it's a mechanic. We had that already. Yeah. So, no, you haven't had that already. No, we have a ur a chokiv. Uh, Talov is Chok Sakata. Yeah, like when it enters the battlefield. So a Talov, a Talov is Chok Sakata. Uh, Talov. Oh, whenever it lands in the yeah. battlefield. Tireless Tracker. No. Uh, Corsair no. Crufix. No. no, it's, 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 it's a Titum Talov. Uh, 
Tidus Tracker doesn't have this uh, doesn't have this mechanic. Cool. Mechanic. Oh, okay, so it's landfall. Landfall. Titan Tala. Titan Tala. Smock. Fake Vic Two Ain C. Ah, it's Jaddy Offshoot. Yeah. One life. Yeah. Ain C. So it's a uh, the brave text is Armorasa Armorasa Fasun the Crond Crondfui. <laughs> trees go trees. Even the trees go trees. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This this is my last one. This is my favorite one. So it's Creator. Um, it's a Dre dinner. Dre dinner. Dre dinner. Dre dinner. Wizard. Yes. Is it a human wizard? Yeah, human wizard. Yeah, human yeah. wizard. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a tusk to Nocton and Carta. Bar the Lerlin. August Kur and Carta is shocked at the love. Colleague two in sail a talk weaving Lana Costa Mana. At Shita. Dark confidant. It is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's your flavor text? The flavor text is uh, <laughs> more. Er costus er bit. Prize. More. Size, no price. Yeah. Size, no price. So that is our introduction to. Uh, the magic cards fantastic, fantastic. they will be born in the future well, I think we should do we should campaign for magic cards to be printed oh okay. yeah that really, will like, be actually class that would be, be a great thing for us to, 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 to campaign for I mean like this yeah. is our thing this is the thing that we did yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah or right. we should just do it we should just translate every no that's a lot of work it's hard yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean these, are pro- these are probably pretty bad translations yeah so. probably yeah we'll, we'll translate some key cards in every set yeah, to, exactly. to Irish and we'll, we'll post them up yeah. Um, yeah. Sounds good. Cool. No, I'm not, I'm not going to commit to that actually because that's again more work. But uh, never mind. We'll, we'll think about it. Yeah. It's yeah. a possibility for so the future. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Bye. See ya. More.